Welcome to part two. As I said in part one, we will be listening to statements from Dr. David Martin, MD, Dr. Robert Malone, MD, Dr. Peter McCullough, MD. They do not agree with the narrative and they have done the research and they have looked at all the medical literature that reveals that this is a genocidal operation that is taking place. It is against bioethics and it violates the Nuremberg Code. Informed consent is not being administered and the people who are the recipients of these proprietary transhuman human augmentation shots have been uninformed of the damaging impacts and future impact it will have on their life that constitutes a war crime a crime against humanity a biological war crime People are not being told the truth about what's happening right now. The only people who know exactly what's taking place are those who are analyzing the literature and those who are actually in the hospitals dealing with patients directly and look at the behavioral changes of their patients and also uh, family members who are looking carefully at the behavior and health state of their family members changing for the worse after receiving their shots. Those are the people who see exactly what's taking place. Meanwhile, the rest of the world every day is waking up Turning on the tell lies to your vision, the television, and listening to the carefully crafted, structured, psychologically arranged propaganda, mockingbird media, instill fear within and psychologically conditioning those who are full of fear to accept the kill shot. That's what's happening. That's what's taking place. So, in part two, we're going to listen to, starting with Dr. Robert Malone, we're going to listen to him express his concerns. And like I said, now he's facing death threats. He has already been deplatformed. Um, and <laughs> the doctor definitely knows what he's talking about. There's nothing that he's saying that contradicts the medical literature, that contradicts the medical data sets, that contradicts the findings of variegated specialists in this area. It's just simply because he does not agree with the narrative and 
that he's telling people to use their God-given intelligence to think about what they're doing before they take an experimental injection. It's simple as that. You're not going to say that it's not experimental when everyone on earth that is professionally trained knows that's the fact. You might not know that's the fact. But all the professionals know that it's the fact. Emergency use authorization means just that. EUA means just that. It means experimental. So there's no need to waste any more time and continue to harp on this point. I just wanted to make it clear that that is the case and that is what is happening right now. So let us go to Dr. Robert Malone. That's my, that is my core argument, is that uh, with all of this uh, pressure uh, from uh, governments and the press and the media and the censorship, uh, we are failing to meet the fundamentals of medical ethics at, that go back to the Nuremberg trials. And those are there must be complete disclosure of risk. Those risks must be comprehended. And there has to be free willingness to accept the product. It cannot be coerced or enticed. Those are bedrock principles. And these are currently experimental products. Uh, and for some reason, governments around the world have decided that they can jettison these fundamental ethics uh, and uh, hastily implement these vaccines and do it in a universal way. Okay, that's Dr. Robert Malone. Now he expressed, you heard exactly what he said. People are not getting the details and the information about what they're getting themselves into. And when they begin to experience negative non-salubrious effects that are detrimental to their life and microbiome, they will not have the ability to sue for damages because the companies have already made themselves not liable for your position as an experimental guinea pig. This is the fact. I have to lay it out straight. Like he said, it is a violation of the Nuremberg Code. It is a violation of biology, biological ethics, bioethics. It is a violation against you as a human being. It is an overstepping of your human rights. And you are being coerced now. You are being induced. Biden, brain dead, bumbling, stumbling, fumbling, rumbling Biden has now activated a Delta Force team that he wants to go out and go start knocking door to door. He wants them to go out and start knocking on doors to psychologically coerce those who have not gotten the shot into getting the shot. They've even gone as far to say which is absolutely asinine, retarded, ridiculous, stupid, and unintelligent, 
if you really, really, if you don't even really have to use that much brain power to think about it. Let me break this down and unpack this situation. So, you guys already preached the gospel that the vaccine is safe and efficacious and 95% efficacious against coronavirus. It's 95% efficacious according to the literature put forth by the pharmaceutical companies. According to what Dr. Fauci and all the rest of these talking serpents have said, they've said that it's 95% effective against the virus. But at the same time, the demons have spoke forth and said, oh my gosh, uh, the only pandemic we have now is the pandemic of those who are not getting the shot. They're, in, they're threatening those who have the shot. Excuse me? Excuse me. Ex wait a minute, Mr. Biden. Wait a minute, Mr. Fauci. Wait a minute, Mr. Tedros. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. United Nations, World Health Organization. Wait a minute. Mr. Schwab, Mr. Klaus, wait a minute. The companies have said that their proprietary blend, their pharmaceutical salvation provides 95% protection against the virus. So how are you going to convince an intelligent thinking person that those who got the pharmaceutical salvation who are protected 95% against all the coronavirus strains are in danger because their neighbor doesn't have that shot. 95% protection means that your neighbor has no effect on you because you're protected. You're protected. You got the miraculous pharmaceutical salvation of Lucifer. Therefore, it doesn't matter if I have the shot or not, because you're 95% protected as the person who received the shot. But the problem is the data sets from the UK, the data sets from India, the data sets from Czech, Czech Republic and Croatia and all these other countries show that the breakthroughs and the outbreak and the increase in cases is only taking place in the areas that have the most people vaccinated all the places where the vaccination rates are low have low outbreak numbers that's the data sets from johns hopkins university now you want me to prove it okay let's prove it here it is delhi new can delhi new confirmed covid 19 cases per million people the highest on the list is the United Kingdom, the Netherlands, and Malta, as far as in the European region. They are high vaccinated states. The lowest vaccinated states have the lowest rates of outbreak and increase in cases. They would be Belarus, Montenegro, Slovenia, Croatia, Ukraine or Ukraine, Latvia, Moldova, Serbia, Bosnia, Herzegovina, Bulgaria, North Macedonia, Slovakia, Kosovo, Albania, Romania, and every single country I just named, my podcast is in. Praise be to the Most High. 
You guys who have the low vaccination rates over there in Europe, who also have the lowest case amounts, praise be to the most high God, Yahweh. But woe unto you, United Kingdom. Woe unto you, United States. Woe unto you, Nederlande and Netherlands. Woe unto you, Malta. You've got the most highest rate of dissemination of vaccines and you also have the highest rate of viral outbreak. Just like Dr. Bosch foretold according to his data sets. This vaccine is not a prophylactic. It's a spreader of poison. That's the data. And who is this published by? The source is John Hopkins University CSSE-COVID-19 data. The rate is calculated in between May 15, 2021 and July 15, 2021. That's the facts. Okay? That's the facts. Not opinion. That's the facts. Dr. Robert W. Malone, MD, tweeted on July 18th. So I hope that this is hyperbole and an overreaction. But last night, an experienced journalist told me that I need to get security because I was at risk of being assassinated. I do not know how to even begin to think about this. I am just a middle class person. Security? That's what he wrote. A journalist told him that he is on the verge of being physically assassinated, killed, off, off, exterminated, removed. Why? Because he revealed the truth? Because he read the biodistribution report from Pfizer and made an intelligent decision to come out and tell the public? That this is an instrument of depopulation? Well, yes, mRNA vaccine platform inventor, Dr. Malone says, I've been told I'm at risk of being assassinated. According to the Washington Examiner from July 19th, 2021, it says, the single most qualified mRNA expert speaks about vaccine risks after he says YouTube banned his video. That's right, Dr. Robert Malone. You all just heard him speak. You all just heard him speak. Now the next clip we're going to listen to is going to be Dr. Mercola, who has connect he has connections with CDC whistleblowers and the CDC whistleblowers have confirmed that the COVID vaccine deaths in the United States are above 50,000. Now, let me put some things into perspective here. I heard a vet report that 
Roughly almost 60,000 United States citizens died in the Vietnam War. Primarily soldiers. Um, the CDC reports that every single year from 2010 to 2020, 60,000 people die every single year per annum in the United States from influenza alone with the flu shot. Now, the CDC authorizes and advocates and propagates the flu shot, yet the flu shot being successfully administered still leaves behind 60,000 dead people every single year for the past 10 years plus 2021. Equaling 660,000 deaths in between 2010 and 2021. That doesn't sound successful to me. Let us listen to Dr. McCullough and what he has to say and what the CDC whistleblowers have to say. Okay, let us move through quickly. Here we go. Dr. McCullough is going to be speaking here. Um, so, uh, in fear and in isolation and preparing them to accept the vaccine, which appears to be phase two of a bioterrorism operation. Both the respiratory virus and the vaccine uh, deliver to the human body uh, the spike protein, the, the uh, gain of function target of this bioterrorism research. Now, I can't come out and say all that on national TV uh, today or any time, but what we had learned over time is that we could no longer communicate with government agencies. We actually couldn't even communicate with um, our propagandized colleagues and major medical centers, all of which appear to be under a spell. They almost as if they're hypnotized right now. And uh, doctors, good doctors are doing unthinkable things like injecting biologically active messenger RNA that produces this pathogenic spike protein into pregnant women. Uh, I think when the doctors wake up from their trance, they're gonna be shocked um, to, to think what they've done uh, to people. So our agencies have done nothing to reduce the risks of the vaccine, it's called risk mitigation. And I've chaired uh, over two dozen day safety monitoring boards for the FDA and the National Institutes of Health. And uh, with this program, th there, uh, there is no uh, critical event committee, there is no data safety monitoring board, and there's no human ethics committee. Those structures are mandatory for all large clinical investigations. And so the word that's really used for what's going on is malfeasance, is wrongdoing by those in position of authority. And without any safety um, measures in place, uh, you can see what's going on. We're administering uh, the, the um, basically it's the largest application of um, a biological product with the greatest amount of morbidity and mortality in the history of our country. We, we are at over 5,000 deaths, as you know, uh, I think 15,000 hospitalizations in the EU, it's over 10,000 deaths. We are working with uh, uh, Center for Medicaid, Medicaid Services, CMS data, and we have a pretty good lead that the real number is tenfold is tenfold. We knew from data from Harvard uh, in 2016 that the vaccine adverse event reporting system only reports about 
of what's really going on. So we had to get another data source and we have uh, inside people. We have uh, now uh, a whistleblower inside the CMS and we have a whistle, two whistleblowers within the CDC. And, and those are being developed uh, uh, right now um, in order to get this out. So we're looking at 10x. We think we have 50,000 dead Americans, 50,000. Um, so we actually have more deaths due to the vaccine per day than certainly the, the viral illness uh, by far. It's, it's basically, in a sense, it's propagandized bioterrorism by injection. And that's a fact. That's a fact. I've come to know of 10 people that have died in the past six months. This is unacceptable. They all survived 2020. They all survived November, December 2019. They all survived 2020, the whole 12 months. And then they get into 2021, get their shot, and now they're dead. Now they're buried. Now they're six feet deep. Now they're gone. That's reality. You see, this is not fake TV. This is reality. Where we deal with the absolutes. And since we're in reality, why don't we skip on over to, let's see. Hmm. Jen Psaki. I want to hear her tell you what the deal is again. You know, those who study neuroscience, you already know. Those who study neurology, neuroscience, psychology. You know that this is not by accident. This is not by, this is not by accident. These words are carefully arranged that comes out of her mouth. It's not a mistake. It's just her subconscious revealing what it knows. Pushing right through the front conscious, the subconscious overcoming the conscious and speaking forth the truth that it knows, the truth that it was thinking on, yet while trying to say something totally different. But the truth happened to break through. This woman is no idiot. She's not an idiot. She's not an idiot. She looks like an idiot, sounds like an idiot most of the time, but in essence, she's not an idiot. You see, this is the adjustment burrow that we're living in. If no one has seen that movie, you need to go check it out. The adjustment burrow. It's very synonymous with the real world, especially the political world. All these marionette puppets, all these MK Ultra mind control, mind controlled Manchurian candidates that we have in office. They are speaking a program. They are programmed. They are controlled. They do not have control over their soul. They have sold their soul. They have exchanged their soul. Yeshua said, what does it profit a man to gain the entire world but lose his soul? You can lose your soul. You can lose your soul. You can forfeit your soul. You can trade your soul. 
and for positions of power and positions of prominence and positions of importance, these people have traded and lost their soul. That's a fact. Metaphysical, spiritual, and physical. That's a fact. Okay, here's Jen Saki. We are quite focused on communicating directly with those. Okay, we are quite focused on communicating directly. Quite focused on communicating directly with those people, hence our special guest today uh, about why it's important to get vaccinated, why these vaccines are safe, why uh, they can still kill you even if you are under the age of 27. We why uh, they can still kill you even if they'll kill you even if you're safe. Why uh, they can still kill you even if you are under the age of 27. They're safe. Why uh, they can still kill you even if you are under the age of 27. We need to be clear and direct about our messaging. Okay. She made no mistakes there. That woman finished her phrase. And the phrase was coherent. There was nothing wrong with the phrase at all. She meant what she said. The shots can still kill you even if you're under the age of 27. If you're under the age of 27, of course, you're going to be riddled with myocarditis and pericarditis, which is why the military is falling apart and America's being weakened step by step, just as the communists have planned. Just as General Chi has communicated. And I believe that was in the 1990s. We would have to consult J.R. Nyquist to get those details. The information is definitely published. Okay, in this next clip, we're going to hear Dr. Fauci. All choked up because there's at least 50% of the country that is not trusting him. So here he goes. Inexplicable why people, when they see the data in front of them, that they don't get vaccinated. What data? Oh, you mean the propaganda? Because anyone who reads the actual medical literature and reads the studies and reads the biodistribution report and reads the actual ingredients and reads what PEG is and what SM-102 is and reads what the uh, lipid shellacs do and what polyethylene glycol does to the body and formaldehyde and look, anyone who's really in this arena of analysis and research and breaking data down oh we can clearly see the information is horrific but they already know that the majority of people are not able not disciplined enough to do that research they just want to take the shot and return back to normal but you've already been told to your face this is the new normal. Klaus Schwab has already made it clear. You're never going back 
to the old life that you once knew. He said, for you to think so is a fiction. It's nonsense. You are living in the midst of Ordo Ab Kao. Order coming forth from chaos. This is the administration and introduction and rollout of the Novus Ordo Seclorum, the New World Order. Which is just another way of saying the Great Reset. Which is just another way of saying building back totalitarian styled, which is considered to be better. Build back better. All right, let's go back. Let's let Fauci get all choked up all over again and say what he has to say. Then Dr. Tedros, the chief general of the World Health Organization, he will speak as well again, saying the same thing that uh, you're not going back to normal. No matter, even if you get the shot, even if you wear a mask, you're still not going back to normal. Even if you get a COVID passport, you're still not going back to normal. You're still going to live like a controlled, surveilled, monitored, watched animal. Period. It's not going to change. They're going to take away more civil liberties each day, each month, each year. They made that clear. The literature makes that clear. The white papers make that clear. The Council on Foreign Relations makes that clear. The World Economic Forum makes that clear. The Trilateral Commission makes that clear. The Bilderberg Group makes that clear. The global stakeholders have made that clear. The global social engineers, they have made this clear. The schools and universities which are controlled by the international think tanks, they've made that clear. Now the kindergartens are even teaching it to your little kids, programming them against your will. They're making it clear. They're making it clear. You don't have no sovereignty. You don't have no control. You don't have no originality. You don't even have a soul. And you need to do what is best for nature and cancel yourself. You need to cancel yourself so that we can lower the CO2 footprint so that we can innovate to zero. Innovate to zero. Innovate to zero, as Bill Gates has said. You see? That's their philosophy. That's their ideology. That's their initiatives. That's their motivation. That's their inspiration. Okay, Dr. Fauci. Necromonger, I'm going to let you speak again. Almost inexplicable why people, when they see the data in front of them, that they don't get vaccinated. I repeat, there will be no return to the old normal for the foreseeable future. So people assume uh, we are just going back uh, to the good old world which we had um, and everything will be normal again in how we are used to normal in the old fashion. 
This is, uh, let's say, fiction. And what we really need to do at this point is to make vaccination the easy choice. It needs to be hard for people to remain unvaccinated. Right now, it's kind of the opposite. It's fine. I mean, it's easy if you're unvaccinated. You can do everything you want to do anyway. But at some point, these mandates by workplaces, by schools, I think it will be important to say, hey, you can opt out. But if you want to opt out, you have to sign these forms. You have to get twice weekly testing. Basically, we need to make getting vaccinated the easy choice. We need to make getting vaccinated the easy choice. We need to take away your rights and freedom of walking around without our proprietary, patented, biologically human augmented shot. Human augmenting shot. Our transhumanistic shot. That's what she said. Now, she's an Asian lady. I don't know where she's from. Um, she's definitely a Chinese American. But I'm not sure if she was born in China or not. Don't know that for a fact. But what she just propagated was nothing but communism. Right on the Communist News Network CNN subsidiary of the Central Intelligence Agency. Anderson Cooper is, in, is a CIA asset and many others. But this is nothing new. This is nothing special. We already know all these platforms are mockingbird media outlets. Every program that you've been told has come to an end has not. It has just been renamed and rebranded and continued. That's a fact. That's the way the organizations move and operate. Simple as that. This last clip is Dr. David Martin. Now, Dr. David Martin, also Dr. Peter McCullough, and even Dr. Robert Malone, they all spoke the things that you heard in this program while they were in Germany at the Corona Ausschuss, which means Corona Committee, with other experts such as Dr. Um, Wudard Wolfgang and others that are a part of the European branch of medical experts. Okay. What Dr. David Martin is going to be talking about is how the fact he's going to talk he's going to be talking about how the fact is there's nothing new about the coronavirus. There's nothing novel about this coronavirus. Not at all. Nothing. The whole charade of acting like oh this is a novel coronavirus that we've never seen before we've never seen anything like it oh it's totally alien to us no that's a lie this coronavirus in 73 different aspects of this coronavirus have been known for over a decade some aspects out of the 73 were known 15 years ago some aspects out of the 73 
were attempted to be patented in 2001. I just read another paper the other day from the World Health Organization discussing the bioweaponized form of coronavirus and how it can be used in connection with some research that DARPA was doing back in 2003. 2003. So you can believe the media all you want. Until you start doing doing research. And I'm talking about research in the well-respected prestigious databases. I'm not talking about some quackery. We're talking about NCBI. We're talking about PubMed. We're talking about Oxford Publications. We're talking about L. Xavier. We're talking about Science Direct. We're talking about all different types of well-respected, prestigious databases. I mean, I still use my university database, so I have access to everything that I need to have access to. So, anyway, this is the final clip for this evening. This is the final piece that we will hear this evening. Dr. David Martin. Evidence that says that neither the coronavirus con easy choice evidence that says that neither the coronavirus concept of a vaccine nor the principle of the coronavirus itself um, as a pathogen of interest with respect to the spike protein's behavior is anything uh, novel at all. As a matter of fact, it's 22 years old um, based on patent filings. And you heard the date correctly, 2002, where the NIAID built an infectious replication defective coronavirus that was specifically targeted for human lung epithelium. In other words, we made SARS. That coronavirus was being seen as not only a potential manipulatable agent for um, potential use as a vaccine vector, but it was also very clearly being considered as a biological weapon candidate. Anthony Fauci himself was told by the patent office themselves that what he was proposing as a vaccine does not meet the patentable standard, the legal standard, or the clinical standard. We're being injected with a pathogen-stimulating um, computer sequence, which is being sold under what the patent office, what the medical profession, and what the FDA in its own clinical standards would not suggest is a vaccine. But by using the term, we actually are now subjecting hundreds of millions of people to what was known to be by 2005, a biological weapon. Influenza was a failed decade long pan-influenza vaccine mandate 
that was desperately, desperately, desperately promoted by governments around the world. They failed and they decided if influenza doesn't deliver on the public promise of getting everybody to get an injection, let's change the pathogen. There are many more they can change. Oh, goodness, we've got tons yes, more. The World Economic Forum recently published the COVID-19 risks outlook. The third greatest concern for companies surveyed is the increase of cyber attacks. We all know, but still pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack, which would bring to a complete halt to the power supply, transportation, hospital services, our society as a whole. The COVID-19 crisis would be seen in this respect as a small disturbance in comparison to a major cyber attack. So, Dr. David Martin spoke, and Dr. Klaus Schwab spoke at the end. Dr. David Martin revealed that the coronavirus and 73 different aspects of the coronavirus have been known since as far back as 2005. Some aspects even 2001. And two to three aspects even in 1999. You all didn't hear the whole entire meeting, the, the program with the other doctors. Half of it's in German, the other half's in English. All these things were revealed. All the patent numbers were given. Now in closing, I'm going to read a few things that was being worked on. In 2012, 2011, 2004, 2003. Just to give you an idea of what types of things we've been working on. And this is from the European Patent Specification Database. Patent EP3172319B1. Date of publication and mention of the grant of the patent is the 20th of November 2019. However, the date of filing was 23, the 23rd of July, 2015. It is concerning coronavirus. The designated contracting states is over 30 and the contract, contracting contracting states are actual countries. The date of publication of the application was the 31st of May, 2017. So the filing was 2015, the publication was 2017. The proprietor is the Peerbright Institute. The inventors are Bickerton Erica, Woking, Surrey, GU24ONFGB, Great Britain. Also, Sarah Keep, Woking. Um, she's located in Surrey, GU24ONF, Great Britain. Also, Paul Brighton who is located in Devon, EX16 8NN, Great Britain. 
and one of the representatives is De Young and Co. LLP, and their address is 120 Holborn, London, EC1N2DY, Great Britain. So, some of the things that were worked on. VD Manakery et al. They worked on attenuation and restoration of severe acute respiratory syndrome, coronavirus mutant lacking 2-0 methyltransferase activity. This can be found in the Journal of Virology, Volume 88. Published the 29th of January, 2014. Hmm. Let me read that again. They worked on the attenuation and restoration of SARS. Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome Coronavirus Mutant Lacking 2-0 Methyltransferase Activity. Hmm. Oh, okay. They were working on that in 2014? Okay, okay. Next. Paul Brighton et al. and his colleagues, they were working on modification of the avian coronavirus infection, bronchitis virus, for vaccine development. Bioengineered in Volume 3, Number 2, back in March 2012. The 1st of March 2012. This information can be, can be found on pages 114 through 119 in volume 3. Next, Maria Armesto et al. They worked on a recombinant avian infectious bronchitis virus expressing a heterologous spike gene belonging to 4-91 serotype. This was published August 30th, 2011. Maria Armesto et al. and others also worked on the replicase gene of avian coronavirus, infectious bronchitis virus, and found that it is a determinant of pathogenicity. This was published the 9th of October, 2009. Okay. They also worked on, or Kavanaugh, Kavanaugh et al. Kavanaugh and colleagues, they worked on manipulation of the infectious bronchitis coronavirus genome. Manipulation of the infectious bronchitis coronavirus genome for vaccine development and analysis of the accessory proteins. This can be found in the vaccine Publication of El Xavier LTD, Great Britain, Volume 25, on the 10th of July, 2007. Hmm. R. Kesais et al. R. Kesais and colleagues, they worked on reverse genetics system for the avian coronavirus infectious bronchitis virus. This can be found in the Journal of Virology, Volume 75. Published on 15th of December, 2001. Working with avian coronavirus infectious bronchitis virus. Many different aspects of the so-called novel coronavirus of 2019, they're not novel at all. The vaccines also are not 
new. They're not miraculous like they want you to believe. Operation Warp Speed did not bring about these messenger RNA vaccines. These messenger RNA vaccines go back 15, 18, even 20 years ago. And they all had the same outcome when they were given to animals. Death followed. There was nothing good, nothing salubrious that came out of any of the experiments. Anyway, moving on. Yan Quan Wei et al. and others. They worked on development and characterization of a recombinant infectious bronchitis virus expre expressing the ectodomain region of the S1 gene of H120 strain. Let me say that again. Development and characterization of a recombinant infectious bronchitis virus expressing the ectodomain region of S1 gene of H120 strain. This can be found in the Applied Microbiology and Biotechnology, Volume 98, February 1st, 2014. And last, but not least, Wang et al. Wang and colleagues. They worked on the attenuation of porcine reproductive and respiratory syndrome virus strain MN184 using chimeric construction with vaccine sequence. This can be found in Virology of El Xavier Publications in Amsterdam, Netherlands, Volume 371, published on the 31st Halloween of October 2007. I'm just looking through this patent. I've gone through most of it, and yes, there is horrific things listed within. But in this patent from 2015, they have a list of alpha strains, beta strains, gamma strains, delta strains. It's nothing new. It's nothing novel about it. This concludes today's small session. Till next time. Shalom Aleikum. Fortify your immune system. Stock up on your vitamin C, on your zinc, and on your vitamin D3, and on your dandelion tea and dandelion extract. All these things work synergistically with your immune system and strengthen your immune system and fortify your immune system and make you more robust and resilient against these viral attacks. Shalom Aleikum.